Greetings, troubled listeners, and welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coman, sitting in the heart of Carrollton, Carrollton Station, with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times, and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey, man. We're at the station, but I don't see a train anywhere in sight. It's, I think we're going to be waiting a long time. Well, the station, it's the streetcar station oh. right across the street. Okay, well. Yeah, that is Carrollton's streetcar station there. Is the streetcar air-conditioned these days? Um, if you go fast enough, it feels like air-conditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Windows open uh, 25 miles an hour. Because when I first moved down here, I took the streetcar. Uh-huh. And it was the worst ever. Yeah. It had to be the worst thing ever. I, and And... And me being me, I, I could not believe that uh, I looked forward to buying a bicycle. Yeah, because <laughs> at least you didn't have to wait for the streetcar. Yeah, because I, you know, didn't have to wait for the streetcar, an unair conditioned streetcar, just brutal. And uh, you know, uh, well, we're yeah, I, maybe we'll hear one go by. I guess I don't know, but yeah, we yeah, I got a, I got a, a, a nice bicycle in two thousand and one. That I had for about 10 years. Yeah, well, then, you didn't drive in those days, right? No, you I didn't, didn't drive. Have an automobile. I didn't have an automobile. I, I, I rode a bicycle or I borrowed people's cars or uh, maybe I took a cab mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, it was nice having a bicycle yeah. for a while, for, at certain, t- certain times. And until I started seeing uh, former mayor Mitch Landrew, uh-huh. who's a big bicycle enthusiast. Oh, yeah. I used to see him everywhere on his bicycle, but he was one of those guys who was wearing like uh, the real tight shorts and the oh, tight, no. <laughs> tight, tight, uh, like Italian in the Cinzano cap. Uh-huh, you know, really? he thought he was in that movie Breaking Away, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not a, not a nice sight to see. Yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. likes those bike shorts, man. <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah. And then they're padded, too, for some reason. Right, right. Yeah, they're padded. And speaking of being padded, uh, we they had they brought back this past Saturday the naked bike race or bike run a naked bike race yeah yeah yeah, yeah. bike and ride that's it yeah. is it a, that's not a race is no, it? no no it's a ride ba- it's a ride it's, yeah, it's yeah. just a ride it's where a state of mind it's where the ugliest people right. decide to get naked and get on their bikes that's it that's yeah. that's it and uh, and you would think some of that there'd be some padding somewhere but oh there's uh, plenty of padding yeah 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 it's, it's not in the shorts well it's in the seat but uh, yeah it's in the seat somewhere. <laughs> Breathing for its life. <laughs> oh, you know, God. But, yeah, uh, those poor seats, man. That's, that's got to yeah, be tough. Again, I, we should just uh, burn those things after that. Uh, after yeah, that ride. I, that's what they should have. They should have a <laughs> naked bike burn where they just go on the levee and they just burn everything down. You know, just burn it all. We can't, these bikes are unusable. You can't use these bikes anymore. I'm sorry. They're unusable. So it's a public health uh, I mean, action. Here, I mean, yeah. even the person who owns it can't use it anymore. Right. You know? Yeah, why would you want why to? Not? And, you know, or recycle the bikes. You know, put them into a recycling because it's mm-hmm. a lot of tin and metal and yeah, yeah. plastic sure. and, and rubber and right. all that kind of stuff. Well, I heard that our one of our former guests, uh, 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 Jude Akers, the great chess master who's, who's Right down there on Decatur Street. Acres or Acers? Acres. I thought it was Acers. It, it, it looks like that, but it's Acres. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. So Jude Acres, you know, down there, the man in the red beret was yeah. uh, was uh, getting a, an eyeful <laughs> down oh. there, getting an eyeful and ogling all the uh, the naked bike riders as he's uh, he's he's a little bit uh, he's a little bit on the. 
you know, in, in that. Uh, I, I think he probably ogles him, even without you know it be there being a vent. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I think yeah, he's an ogler to begin with. I think so. I think that's in his character. You yeah. know, he, he plays it up. It's a, he, he, it's part of his charm. I it's, think you know it's Pond and Nike, Rook Queen, this. Well, we did have that one podcast where we were in the the kingpin, yeah. Steve Watson's place, right. and, and we were uh, socially distanced. We had extra long mic cords, yeah. But uh, we were inside, and uh, nobody got sick from that, thankfully. Uh, and uh, you know, I wasn't worried about that. But then, shortly after that, they shut it down again. So, but here we are. Uh, you know, uh, we, yeah. Well, we, we made I'm it still through. wearing my mask because I'm. I, I still don't trust it yet, even though I've been vaccinated. I still go around with my mask on. Okay. Well. Well, that's, uh, that's it's like the, the public enemy song. I, I d- can't trust it. Okay. I can't trust it yet. Okay. I, so I, uh, I still. Uh, um, I, I, I'm following the uh, the 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 uh, the science. The the, the what, what what's the word I'm looking for? The the evidence. So. Um, since we're not seeing any kind of big surges, you know, and look, man, everywhere I go, gigs I play, uh, stores I go to, you know, they now the sign says, uh, please wear a mask unless you've been fully vaccinated for longer than two weeks. So I go in and nobody's got a mask on. I mean, actually, in the grocery today, there were, there was a bunch of people with, with them on, but like all the gigs and stuff, it's everybody's very close and no masks and we're not seeing a big surge. So I'm thinking, well, not okay. yet. Well, it's been, a, it's been more than two weeks. It's it's been it's been a month or so since or six weeks since I've been seeing this behavior. So, you know, not that something couldn't happen down the road, different variant, but but uh, under the circumstances we're we're operating under, seems seems like we're we're good. I'm very happy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been wanting to get out of the house for a long. Well, this time. is this is so much nicer, man. I can feel it already. Just the 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 uh, uh, fellowship we have, the back and forth. Uh, you know, being able to see your eyes, see you blink and. So you're breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God I'm breathing. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know. Thank God for, yeah. for, for all of us. Yeah. So, uh, so I had a big week. I was, in, uh, I was in the woods in Mississippi. Yeah, I got a text from you the other day saying I'm in a cabin in Mississippi. And I, the first thing I thought was, well, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> he thought yeah. I was calling well, for help. Well, <laughs> I'm in a cat. You know, I, I I didn't know what I didn't know whether you know respond or or, or not. It was or call like, the police. I call the police. A cabin in Mississippi. That that you know th- that that those that sentence right there. <laughs> that's code. Yeah, it's it's, it's got to be code for something. Yes. But he's a he's a big boy, so I let him figure it out himself. Sure, you know? thanks, man. <laughs> and, 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 and I think also it's like. You know, if he was in real trouble, why would he text me? You know, he wouldn't text me if he was in true, real trouble. True, true, true. You know, very self aware. So you were in a cabin in Mississippi, and what was what was going on? Well, so so uh, you know, my my daughter is leaving to go be a camp counselor uh, tomorrow. She's going to be gone for two weeks. Uh, my son is has travel plans. I'm not sure when all that's going to transpire, but so we were. You know, this is the last week where we all four of us were going to be together, so we decided, well, uh, let's go rent a cabin. We'd been hearing about this place a couple of hours from New Orleans for years, a little man-made lake, tall pine trees, uh, cabins you can rent. And so we did that for... Uh, is that the place that has a big bouncy house? It does not. It uh, does okay. not. That's, um, uh, there was a place... No, that wasn't... Actually, that was in... Uh, Austin, in, outside of No, Texas. that was oh, in okay. Kentucky. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This was Mississippi. But they did have uh, two full Frisbee golf courses, oh. which it was not a big attraction for us, but we actually did it. We actually oh, really? went and played... Froth? 
f- froth. Yeah, yeah froth, what, a, what yeah. a weird, what a weird word. You know, we yeah. kept saying that. That's a, a huge a, uh, mm-hmm. a deadhead sport. A lot yeah. of the deadheads love that I, game. I they get see really that. stoned, sure. and they play frisbee golf. Sure, because it's yeah. a lot of walking. You're in the trees. A lot of time to to, to do to do single hits, or mm-hmm. you know, you could uh, trip on some acid. Well, I yeah, could see you that could would do be all that. That's a right. huge thing. I remember. Uh, uh, I knew a couple of friends of mine back in Los Angeles who were professional people, but they mm. were deadheads. Right. And they were doctors and lawyers and deadheads. And then they would go and play nine holes of froth. Uh-huh. You know, they say, Manny, you want to you wanna join? Uh, I say, no. no it's I don't not, like no. real golf, so why would I want to play this? Right, you know? right, right. And I kept fearing that maybe one of, you know, a dog might come and just grab the Frisbee. Sure. You know, they tra- you know those, that used to be a big halftime show for right. football games and dog stuff. Dog catching a Frisbee. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, I remember that. You know, you throw the Frisbee like 60 yards and this fucking dog would... And then all of a sudden, just jump and grab it. Yeah, you know, yeah. That was halftime it. entertainment. Right. Well, Not anymore. People are easily entertained yeah. in those days. Yeah. Well, you know what I discovered about the uh, the frisbees they use? It's not like a regular frisbee. It's way heavier and way harder to throw. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it doesn't have the it doesn't have the the lift that a regular frisbee has. So uh, it's exhausting, man. <laughs> you could actually hurt yourself trying to throw that fucking big slab of uh, plastic. So you guys quit after like three holes? Well, no, no. We uh, the we, so what is the hole in the frog? So, I mean, so what do you put it in a basket? It's or like something? a metal basket yeah. that has these chains hanging right. from it, so you, you can kind of make... throw it into the chains, yeah. and it'll the chains will kind of catch it, then it falls into the basket. Did you ask for a, what do they call it? A, a mulligan? Uh oh, man! No, I when I play games like that, I don't even count, you know, because uh, it's not a competitive thing for me, you know. Even when I play Scrabble, I can't count points. Well, you know? you're not it's, good at Scrabble. No, though. I'm terrible at yeah. it. <laughs> I can't spell. It's my one Achilles heel, or or one of my Achilles heels, I should say. Well, I'm glad the, the cabin in Mississippi had that entertainment for it. Did they have cable? Um, you know, we didn't even turn it on. Actually, we we had uh, we played family games. Um, but I was going to ask you, Manny, is is being out in the woods like that? Is that something that appeals to you? Absolutely not. It doesn't appeal to me either. No. Um, I, I really just did it to you know to to be with my family, and you know, but it. it it reminded me of a few times when I've been on the road with a band and we'll have like a few days off and some in between, you know, runs of gigs and, you know, somebody will come, will float this idea and they'll say, so-and-so this friend of ours or, you know, mutual friend has this cabin in Ohio. That's a couple of hours from our last gig. And they said, See, we that could go sounds to- terrifying to me also. Yeah, cabin yeah, yeah. in Ohio. Of course. Yeah. 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 For all the obvious reasons. Yeah. That's Guns like, and everything. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 F- fishing. And, uh, yeah, it's like a lot, lots of wildlife and, and solitude and, uh, and, and they pitch it to you. And as soon as they start, I've, cause I've been around the block, as soon as they start pitching this to me, I'm like, mm, I don't, that doesn't sound like no. my, my cup of tea at all. And they're like, yeah. come on. They sell it and they sell it and they sell it. And Finally, I, I, I weaken. I, I, I uh, get worn and down. You're on some hike that's and, four and hours I, long. And I go, okay, all right. And and without fail, ten minutes after I'm there, I'm like, what the fuck did I just agree right, to? Right, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. have three days of this staring me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and the solitude is, yeah. is deafening. I could be home in my <laughs> hotel room watching cable TV and. You know, uh, putting twenty-five cents into the mattress. Yeah, all yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, a million things. Walking to Walmart. You know, going and going right. to TGI watching. Fridays. People yeah. watching. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, nothing good. You know, I, I used to be a camper at when I, my grandparents used to take us camping to Yosemite, and we'd go out there for like a month. Oh, and my parents 
My parents would say, yeah, take the kids. My grandparents and like 11 grandchildren and maybe an aunt and uncle. And this was going on from like 65 to like 83. Oh, man, it's a long stretch. And the whole, sometimes it was a whole month of August we'd be out there. And then right when I was around 15, I went there and, you know, getting the wood and all that kind of stuff and making a fire and <laughs> chopping and pitching the tents and all that kind of... I was 15 years old. I'd done it already 10 years. Sure. <laughs> 10 years of Put it. in your time. Yeah. I just basically... Um, we got home, got back to Los Angeles, and I told my grandparents, you know, I love you, but I'm never doing this again. Yeah. I'm <laughs> never doing this again. And that was it. The last time I was in the woods was uh, my wife... And my child convinced me to go to some place north of Baton Rouge, um, some national park, and we took a hike, and my wife almost got swallowed by quicksand. So we were oh, like, geez. fuck, I'm never doing this again. So that's a real thing, quicksand? It's not just a movie oh, thing? It's a cartoon thing. I yeah. thought so, too. I thought it was something from those old B-movies right? in the 50s and 60s. But we were on this trail, and of course, you know, the underfunded forestry service, you know, they say follow the, the arrows. Well, the uh-huh. arrows are gone yeah. after like a quarter mile into the hike. They're gone. Okay. So you try to find your way back, and we're, try- we're, we're actually finding, the, you know, and then it was like the last... Uh, uh, 10 clicks or whatever they call it. 10 <laughs> clicks of the trail. I'm not sure that that's... Kilometers or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah, the, you, you weren't 10 kilometers into the trail, were you? I don't know. It's a I long way. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But okay. we, no, we were 10 clicks away from my car. Oh, geez, that's a long way. Man. I don't I have no idea. Just clicks of the I pen. just liked saying that. Yeah, just clicks. clicks of the ink pen. Yeah. Oh, um, 10 feet. And we had to jump over this little stream that was going by and my wife decided to go first and she's not a very good jumper. Okay. She didn't jump well and she, her right foot, her left foot landed on a rock but her right foot landed in the dirt and she just started sinking very quickly. Oh, geez. Very, very quickly. And I panicked so I ran over there and, tr- and was g- about to pull her out and my daughter who's like seven years old at the time is laughing hysterically. You know, and but my wife got out on her own. Oh, okay. She got out. I was about to ready to pull her, and she pulled herself up somehow. I guess it was just adrenaline and reflexes. Yeah. Just got, but it was. It, I mean, she sunk. It was just like. It was okay. like the, the earth swallowed her leg. Wow. Well, that's good. It just swallowed yeah, her so, leg. So uh, be so. on the lookout, nation. Uh, yeah. The you know quicksand is. Maybe real. we should bring quicksand back. Well, I think <laughs> back I, to the cities. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Somewhere north of. Put Baton them in Rouge. the potholes in the city. I you know, put know. fill them with quicksand. That way, your car will you know get destroyed even faster. I don't know. Quick Crete. That'd be better. Yeah. Anyway, other than that, I got nothing else going on. There's a few things I wanted to touch on, but. Um, you know, uh, uh, Gail Benson, Gail Benson, the owner of the Saints and, sure. the, uh, and the basketball team. Uh, I, George I Benson's uh, uh, <laughs> George Benson's uh, 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 widow. Yeah. Right, yeah, um, yeah. Um, her dogs were killed. Huh? Did you hear about no. this? It happened like a month ago, a month, six weeks ago. Her dogs. Really? She was in her neighborhood. She was in her neighborhood walking her dogs. And some loose dogs Ooh. just came and, and killed her dogs. Yikes. Where, 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 well, I don't know. She lives off of Audubon, whatever. That's what's a big fancy street there. Well, you know, I have heard for years about a, a pack of, uh, of, of like, <laughs> st- 
stray dogs, uh, you know, in the uptown area. Well, when I moved here, <laughs> probably more than one pack. Yeah, yeah, probably several packs. I saw a couple. When I down moved St. here, Charles I used to see them everywhere. Yeah. When I moved here, I used to see pa- packs of dogs everywhere. I haven't seen them in a long time, at least yeah. not in my neighborhood. Yeah, no, I, I don't but see she it. was out walking her dog, hmm. our dogs. And, of course, they're little, like, chow-chow dogs, you know, right. little cute little dogs that she can hold in her hand. Put in and, a purse. And put sure. in her purse and think she's Paris Hilton and stuff <laughs> like that. And they just got mauled and murdered oh, by a pack of uh, dogs. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible. And then what happened was, of course, she's Gail Benson. So she right. calls, you know, the SPCA. She calls the cops. Boom. Those, those, those pack of dogs are euthanized right then and there. They yeah. find those dogs and they're yeah. killed right then. If it was me or you... You know, well, and we would, called. They would euthanize us too, man. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. yeah, they would euthanize us. Yeah, <laughs> but if they, it, it was us <laughs> calling to hesitate. say that someone killed our dogs. Oh, oh, I see. What you, you know, mean. what I'm saying if someone killed our dogs, you know, we'd be waiting like, oh, well, st- stay on hold. Right. You, uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah you're yeah. you're number eight in the queue. Yeah, yeah. You think you're getting a live person on the yeah. phone? No, no, no. So well, yeah, uh, this happened like a month or so ago, and it made the news. But I just wanted to talk about it, but I haven't had a chance to talk about it. Oh. And to me, I really don't care because I'm not a big pet person anyway. Yeah, you know? I, I could care less. You know. Yeah, had yeah. some had some tough tough news with my dog today. Oh, actually. your dog died? No, no, no. Dog's still hanging in there, but uh, dog came home. Put it with, down. Dog came home with the. You've been saying that for ten years, Manny. <laughs> Put it down, uh, right? Right now, because this dog has been sick for ten years. No, you know, no, put it out of its no, misery. No, the dog's still in good in good form. Well, well, the dog's still happy. I'll say that he's not in. Good, she's not in great form. She came home. It's with in the, a cabin in Mississippi right she, now. Yeah, yeah, dog. no, no. The dog was too old to go to the cabin in Mississippi. The oh, dog got got that's boarded. That's not a good sign. But so you then, left it with Gail Benson. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, well, she could have used the extra dog. She, yeah, she, she needs she needs the she's she's got a, an opening in the in the dog department. Mm. Um, but no, dog came home with the the cone of shame. You know, the shame they put her the the cone they put around the dog's head so they can't uh, lick itself. Oh, or, really? Uh, yeah, it's the first time our dog's ever had to wear that. It's not a good sign. So you put the dog in a kennel or something? Um, well, she, or a, she, a hotel. She was in. A, yeah, she was like uh, in a in an animal a, hotel. Animal hotel. But then she came home and she was fine. But then uh, had to go back for a little treatment today and came home with the cone of shame. So, so I don't know. It's it's not a great not a great sign. What happened? Um, you know, so I, your dog. This know. dog is an old dog. Yeah, yeah. Dog's like fourteen. Uh, and it you went know. to this hotel. Yeah. And it came and it was licking itself. In no, the hotel? it came home with with some sort of abrasion. Maybe they had like some astroturf. Uh, oh, okay. The dog got abraded on, and uh, so it started licking the abrasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, I see. Oh, usually, what it's, usually it's like a surgery or something. That yeah, they no, can't lick no. Themselves. Right, right. So now it's got the cone. It's got the cone of, of shame. shame. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Good. All dogs should have the cone of shame. She's yeah. bumping into furniture. Yeah. It's really sad. And some well, humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, certain some humans should, should oh, yeah. have the cone of shame oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, it's very effective. Uh, well, let's. Uh, you have anything to talk about? No, no, no. I have a couple things, but that can wait. It's, okay, it's down the road. All right, let's, let's get into we our get guest. To, yeah, get into our guest because. Uh, I need to know who is what his name is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. it's important. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. He's got a good name too. He's uh, a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth waiting for. Um, uh, it's the guy. He plays in a whole bunch of different bands in New Orleans. He he wasn't born here, but he's lived here for a while. Uh, he and I play in the band uh, Loose Cattle with uh, the great Michael Serverus and. Kimberly Kay, uh, but he plays in a whole bunch of other bands. He's a, a terrific violinist and fiddle player and singer. Uh, without further ado, the great Mr. Rurik Noonan. 
You Welcome, nailed it. Rur. You nailed it. You nailed the name. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. It's it's a joy to watch you two get your banter back in person. Yeah, it's it's I've a lot different. Sitting here, it's, you know, it's, enjoying it. Yeah, you can so. feel the difference right yeah. away. Man. Well, usually when I'm at my home, I'm laying in bed on the covers doing this show. Yeah, which yeah. is already off-putting and makes yeah. me not really want to yeah. have a conversation. <laughs> so it's a little harder. To have the really you're, good banter you're when, laying on your back going, when, uh, when I'm, I'm like here, half uh, asleep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know? So yeah. anyway, welcome, man. Thank you. And you're it's not a, from here. You're from Atlanta? That's where I grew up. ATL. That's that's correct. The big ATL. But, the but, big A. But where were you born? I was born in a uh, little little town called Moscow, Russia. There you go. Yeah. So you are a Russian-born uh, I am. I am a dirty, dirty communist. <laughs> dirty fucking commie red, yeah. right? And uh, I was born in, in Moscow to a, a Soviet mother and an American father. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's half, you know, half of, half of me is free. Now, well, isn't this like a, the plot of that show, The Americans, or something close to that? Well, uh, you are, know, are your parents spies? Not quite. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, allegedly, okay. uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's not like the plot of that show at all, actually. But that is a I've very, never that's seen a very show. good show. I really enjoyed that show. People say that yeah, I've never it's, seen it's, it. It's most excellent. I highly recommend it. Okay. To all so do you, you speak Russian? I do. It's it's a little bit poor these days because I don't I don't use it much. So but, uh, you were I'd say I, I speak at about a seven year old level. Okay, because you were there for about seven years. Uh, no, actually, I came over when I was just a little little tyke, four months old. Oh, okay, and uh, but I, I grew up with. Russian in the house, and so it was right. my it was my first language. So, along what with was English. the American dad doing in Russia? Uh, it's a, it's a it's a long, complicated story. We'll, but we'll, we'll get into it. Okay, yeah. basic, basically, uh, my folks met in the in Africa because my dad was in the Peace Corps. Okay, and uh, my mother was doing something illegal of the same, of the same no. <laughs> no, nefarious. No. Uh, some something good for the world and good, teaching yes. the children in Africa, just like my father. But she was doing it for. For the Soviets, and okay. uh, they were all in a village in uh, Chad, and there was people from all over, not just Americans and Soviets working. That's a cool name yeah. for a country, Chad. Chad, yeah. I, I mean, these days, these days, Chad's really taken a taking a hit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Chad and Chad and Karen are really struggling right now. Chad, you hung out in Chad for a while, right? <laughs> I I totally have never been to Chad. Oh, you never? Uh, oh, they met in Chad. I've never been to the continent. And then of they went. Africa. They, your dad followed your mom back to Russia, sort so of, he could kind be brainwashed, of brainwashed, right? For two years, yeah. they they to Manchuria, right? For, no. for two no. years, <laughs> they they were together in Chad when they were working together and then they had to go their separate ways because their assignments were up you know and uh, on to the next spy game. Is the Peace Corps and, still uh, around? <laughs> oh yeah, they do. They still do the Peace Corps. They really? sure do. Yeah, I have some friends that went into it. Nice. Um, nice. But anyways, yeah. Long story short, that was in the early seventies, and then six, seven years later, they kept correspondence. And finally, uh, my dad, being a teacher, he had his summers available, and, and at some point, it was possible for him to start visiting her. Nice. In, in Russia in the summers, and and eventually. Uh, there must, I was. must have been true love because uh, you yeah, know your father it's quite was. Quite a story, uh, and, it really and is. your parents are still together. Uh, well, no, my mom passed uh, oh, many so years sorry. ago, I'm but so uh, yeah, uh, it's it's been something that my dad I think uh, has always said would make a great movie, and he happens to be an excellent writer, and I, I should probably at this point just tell him, you know, I'm going to force him to write when, a screenplay. Where do they end up? In Atlanta? Uh, yeah, that's where he's from. And okay. uh, so when and she came to the country, she came with me Atlanta. and I have an older brother and, and we all came to Atlanta, Georgia. So was it your Russian mother that forced everybody to study uh, classical music and No, put in no, she wasn't, she wasn't one of those. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, she was well, she, 
I might be wrong. I don't think she really played any instruments proficiently. Um, uh, there was an appreciation for music in the household. My dad probably, uh, especially, was responsible for very young age getting the getting the music going in my brain. Just playing stuff of all. I remember everything from Bach and Beethoven and Mozart and and all the Russian greats too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the way over to Gordon Lightfoot and Bob Dylan and you know, okay, screaming Jay Hawkins stuff like that. You cool. Know? So he's a child of the 50s, you know, he grew up, you know, listening to to all that stuff happening with the rock and roll and but he also had an appreciation for the for the classical music. So, right? Yeah. That's I I think it just came I don't know where exactly it came from cuz he's not really a musician either. So, yeah. So you yeah. started playing young? Yeah, he just said that he uh, the story he always tells is when I was like a little toddler, I would crawl up to the speaker and you know start clawing at it when the music was happening, <laughs> like a like a feral yeah. cat of some kind. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, anyway, so four years old is when I started wow. taking violin lessons. Did you have the cone of shame on you at that? Uh, age? I think uh, yeah, that was in somewhere when you're crawling in the, up to speak somewhere in book two of Suzuki. That's when they employ <laughs> the cone of shame. It's if hard you're, to, if it's you're a, not using the proper. So posture. what? Are, what are, yeah, yeah. So they're out of the Peace Corps. So what is your dad doing? He's a teacher. He. he he was and what does your mom a teacher do? for many years. And when she comes to America, what does she do? She, she came to America speaking very, very little English. Right. Uh, uh, so, and, and if, so when they met, they, they spoke French together because they were in Chad. So that was oh. kind of their communication. And then he, wow. he learned Russian and she learned English. But uh, she, she was basically taking care of us little guys at the house when she came and over how many here. how many siblings and uh just a br- an older brother okay and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah and is he musical too like you uh he is an appreciator and and that's it he's he doesn't he just uh, he doesn't have the the musical bone to, okay you know. so renee in the intro said you're a violinist and a fiddle player yeah yeah so what's uh okay it's it's uh, just all semantics you know it's okay. kind of like a long-running joke is uh right. what's the difference uh yada yada fill it out for yourself I'll spare you. Right, all right. The great ones I've heard this week, but uh, but but right, sure. <laughs> but 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 there are um, some distinct approaches to the instruments that, it's, it's, that it's those a, words can can uh, certainly yeah know, be lent to. And I do kind of blur the line. Um, I had the classical background, so that would be the violin uh, training. You know, right? You play with uh, good intonation. You get a beautiful sound. You have good form. Yes. At the same time, you thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. No. No. <laughs> Everyone knows this. <laughs> yes, I, I hold the bow correctly, uh, but that doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah, but but then you've also studied all the the bluegrass and and country and western. Yeah, and that all, kind of that's all, all the been fiddle kind of canon. A, a, a process of you know just being surrounding myself of various styles and the osmosis that comes with it, you know, uh, is how I've kind of gotten away from classical music uh, over the years. Uh, I can. I can do a, a passable job filling in on like a wedding gig and and you know playing down your basic classical tunes that everybody's used to hearing. But I'm I'm by no means a classical violinist. And right, but yeah, but but I all that put in the time for that. <laughs> sure, and why would you? Um, well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It is a good question. But uh, <laughs> but but like all the the training as far as like you'll play with. Uh, with the uh, the Russian mafia band Debosh sometimes I know yes and uh, like in, in in those instances they have certain scales that uh, that show up over and over in that music yes. that's something easy for you to tap into because you've done all those repetitions of all those scales over and over again so you can just go oh yeah here it's yeah something is- like that I'll, I'll, you know it's it that one is kind of fun for me because it's it's something where I don't play those scales that often you know sure. on other gigs right so I, I i have to kind of 
focus a little bit more on that gig than uh you know it's it's a little less autopilot like yeah oh, that's that's not the scale you yeah know, so. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then I get a, I get a nice look from uh, from our fearless leader if I if I play something that doesn't sound. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure there's lots minor of minor enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of uh, lots of looks from the from the fearless leader. Mainly a lot of vodka. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. And I miss I miss those gigs dearly. I, I hope they I hope. Oh, we're oh, we're talking uh, about Yegor. Yeah, yeah, Yegor. Yegor. Uh, yeah, yes. he's the yes. one who Ukrainian friend who's got the banana tree in his backyard, doesn't he? And he uh, yeah, he was using yeah. the banana leaves during the freeze and oh, the pandemic. I, I, do, I do remember that story. As now. toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that yeah. story. I'm yeah. not sure he was telling the truth, but it was a good story. Yeah. Um, no, I think he was I, telling I, the truth. Everything that I would believe him. If I were yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I believe anything yeah. that guy says. Well, you, you must have seen some real sights in that band, huh? Because uh, you know, I I wish I'd had more time in the band. It's only been the last couple of years that I've been, you know, somewhat of a regular player in the band. But uh-huh. uh, at this very uh, establishment, Carrollton Station, is kind of where I got to know Yegor, and uh, it was more just sitting at the bar, uh, drinking and watching soccer and throwing things at the fence in the back, various you know, okay. various times of night. Uh, so yeah, the, the band I haven't done a whole lot of touring with, you know. So right, uh, I, I probably wouldn't be the one for all the good stories from the road. But right, sure, sure, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Well, yeah. you know, you mentioned this place, uh, Carrollton Station, and and I, I wanted to, I neglected to to tell this story. My my first time being here, I was must have been like fourteen years old. So a classmate of mine brought me here. He goes, oh man, this is a really cool place. You know, we can get served here. And uh, so it came in on a Friday night, and it's, it's packed with, you know, old winos and young kids and hipsters, everybody in between. They had a couple of, or one pool table over there in that, that other air room. And uh, we, we ordered drinks. I think I got like a rum and Coke or something. They'd have like a 85 cent or a dollar and a quarter, like uh, six ounce rum and Coke. And uh, so we're drinking our drinks. And then just then, this old wino comes uh, like careening across the room. It's like losing his balance and falling. And he falls over the pool table and throws up on the pool table. Mm. And uh, my friend turns to me and he goes, see, I told you this was a cool place. <laughs> and that person was Chris Owens? The person was Chris Owens. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. She's, she's, yeah. Uh, she's back doing her uh, Father's Day uh, uh what uh, I want to know, Renee, out. was why don't we have sitting in those chairs? They those do look chairs more, more, yeah. way more comfortable. Well, they're they're way shorter for the table. Oh, you know, I, I, I tried one out. Yeah, it yeah, does I, look I, very comfy. It, it does look comfy, but it's uh, I gave it a test run before y'all got here, and yeah, I thought it looked yeah. like one of those uh, vanilla Oreo cookies. Yeah, uh, I like, like the I like the upholstery. Yeah. It, uh, mm. it does look comfy, it's but uh, if we cool. get some shorter tables, we can go with those. It's hard to project. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it cr- cramps up your uh, your diaphragm. It's All right, so you grow up in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. Half time, you graduate high school. You go to college. You don't. You didn't graduate high school. I did. You I did, did graduate yeah, yeah. high school. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was. You know. And your prom? Did you get laid during your prom? Oh I, hell no! Hell no! no. I, I did. Uh, I think I I drank a lot and smoked a lot of. Did you have a prom date? Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 What was her name? Let's see. The, for the senior year, I think it was. I think it was Kelly. Oh, you went to junior prom and. Oh, we had. Yeah, we. I went to a you know a haughty toddy. Oh, really? High school. So I think we had had a dance starting in like eighth grade every year that went up. You know, a lot of practice. Yeah. Those those schools, they start trying to um, socialize everybody early. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I never went to my prom. Yeah. No. You, it, 
My se- I, we only All had these a years senior later, prom. It's still, yeah. still eating it. No, not really. I went to Vegas instead. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. So that was better. <laughs> That's, that ways. is, well, yeah. I mean. But I went on a Cessna plane. Like to a, Vegas. A six-seater. Uh-huh. Remember Tracy from the Partridge family? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, well, vaguely. a friend of mine knew her. Uh-huh. And our prom night, we hung out with Tracy and her friend. And her Tracy's, well, not her name was Susan, actually. Uh, her brother had a Cessna plane and said he was going to Vegas to pick up somebody. Do, you want, do we want to ride? So we went to Vegas. It was cool. That, that nice. is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, can't, I did not do that my prom night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, yeah. Vegas that's, is a long way from Atlanta. Yeah. That's, you might have gone to LA like uh, right Chattanooga there. or something. Yeah. You know? it's, yeah. doesn't have the crashed, same. Crashed into a mountain. Yeah. It doesn't have the same. Yeah. Uh, All right. Tragic. So you're out. You're a young man now. How do you, how, how, who do you hook up with as far as musically? I know you know this guy here, but that's just recently, right? Well, so way back then coming out of uh, high school, what I, what I hooked up with really was just New Orleans. I came to, I came to Loyola. Oh, you went and, to Loyola. Uh, okay. Got my got my degree at Loyola and also not actually in music. Um, oh, okay. But, I was going to uh, ask were you there with Dean Angeles? I was, but uh, I, okay. I and uh, I think at some point they asked me if I wanted to you know, audition and perform in the in the string so ensemble. You, so you didn't play I just in the wasn't chamber interested in doing violin at that point at a higher I didn't want to study what they had to offer. Okay. And you know, in hindsight, uh, part of me wishes I I had done that but uh i'm i'm that's fine they might have know? squeezed all and the joy out yeah. of it for you that's and what was happening to me that's sure, why i left sure. yeah the, like, these if days, i stay I here another year i will hate music <laughs> these days i think you can actually go in as a violinist and and choose not to do classical and and do jazz yeah. so that was the dean dean and that, uh, dean angelis no no he oh. that was his name he oh was, i thought his, it was like dean, dean martin oh. i know it yeah. sounded like that i know oh, but okay. that was his he was uh he was uh in charge of the string program oh was, okay uh, i do remember i do remember that person and uh probably met him a couple times but anyways i was really just there uh studying and and that but I, the reason i brought it up when you said linking up musically it's because i think that really like opened my Opened my mind when I came to New Orleans and started hearing everything here, and so you know, like you went to just, start going to clubs and yeah, you started you know, seeing the local Tipitinas flavor, every weekend or, yeah. you know, the right. Maple Leaf all the time, J- Jimmy's when it was still Jimmy's, mm-hmm. uh, from and uh, you know, so yeah. What is Jimmy's now? It's just hardly anything. Yeah, I think they somebody else owns it, not Jimmy. Um, they they sometimes have it as like an event space, oh, but okay. it's you know it's essentially sitting fallow over there. Yeah, bus loads of underage Tulanians occasionally pour into there. Right, right, right. The neighborhood yeah. hates it, but uh, as was this place, Carrollton Station, uh, lying fallow for many years, and yeah. ter- terrific new owner Will Wilson. Shout out to Will Wilson, who's. Uh, uh, making this available to us is uh doing a whole uh redo he's, yeah. he's uh music's, upgrading it music's gonna come back yeah it's I, gonna I it's gonna be a great club Which again. Awesome. this has always been one of my favorite rooms to play in and it's just like it's it's time it's a great we sounding it. room i've yeah. seen a million cool gigs here i've yeah. played a million cool gigs i like the stage some people say oh, it's too loud but if you don't play too loud it sounds great you know That's, it's like the circle bar there just you go don't, don't overplay the space you know mm. rest anyway, in peace circle bar yeah 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 i know i know i almost wore my circle bar t-shirt tonight but yeah um but uh so so from the time you're at loyola you've that you've become a permanent resident of New Orleans. I, well, so then that I graduated uh, three months before the storm that shall not be named. Okay, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I still had an I still had an or a house that I was renting on magazine uh, at the time 
went home for the summer, left all my, most of my stuff in the house, and my roommate was still here, and I was going to move back to New Orleans that fall mm-hmm. and just kind of mess around, probably wait some tables, save up some money, and then I, what, my goal was to move to Europe at the time. And uh, then the storm happened, and uh, that kind of cut off the New Orleans experience there temporarily for me uh, as far as being a resident. And uh, okay. so, But I really, I, I never stopped coming back. I, I was back for the first uh, New Year's after the storm i was i went i remember i was at tipitina seeing galactic that new year's you know and it was everybody's crying and it's like right heavy heavy times around sure. here you know? so uh yeah I, I and a lot of my a lot of my partners from college never left so <clears throat> i never felt like i entirely left but uh, right. i've been back for eight years now it had so. already gotten in under your skin it got oh yeah your blood. It, it got me right well, Manny, I'm looking at the uh, the, the the glasses here, and it looks like uh, it'd be a good time to uh, refill our cocktails. What sure, do you think? sure. Um, yeah, and Troubled Nation knows the drill. Uh, I'm sure they remember the drill. Oh yeah. From you know, we've been away uh, a long time, so uh, we'll be right back. Baby, 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 when you make your with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coman. Back with our guest, Mr. Rurik Noonan. Now, Rurik, I know you've been a listener of the show for a good long time, so I know you're familiar with the terrific Velo Bar product, but uh, for everybody else out there, Manny, why don't you tell the the uninitiated about this terrific product? Uninitiated? I'm talking about the Velo Bar. The Velo Bar is a product we've been associated now for, God, what, over a year or so now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic uh, plant-based protein bar uh, with uh, superfood ingredients, and it's got the 25 milligrams of, uh, what is it, CBD? CBD. CBD, yes, which is a, it's a great thing. I, I love them. I mean, I go out there, and I do in yard work, and in the heat, you know, I'm mowing the lawn in the heat, and then like a couple hour, hours later, my, my wife finds me passed out on the lawn. <laughs> 
and she she gets me up by giving me a velo bar. Kind of like Popeye with the uh, spinach. She, she, yeah, she exactly. puts a velo bar in your in your mouth and kind of works your jaw and <laughs> right, exactly. Back you know what life. I never <laughs> understood about Popeye? What's that? Uh, why the fuck did he want to fuck olive oil? She's yeah, such an yeah. ugly fucking. Uh, you know, she's thing. A, she has her certain appeal. You know, some people uh, like yeah. that type of girl. You know, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Olive oil. I have a soft spot in my heart for for olive oil. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. I prefer lard. Uh, another layer has been lifted off uh, <laughs> Renee Coleman. <laughs> we understand no more about him. He likes to fuck olive oil. I didn't say that. He, yeah, wanted, I didn't he, that he word. dreamed of he masturbated. No, I did not. Well, I mean, but that's a good idea, olive, man. Um, anyway, well, you used olive oil to masturbate. Okay, well you're now saying? you're getting closer. Okay. Anyway, uh, back, oh, to yeah, the, the velo bar, <laughs> back to the yeah. velo bar. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's, um, it's the superfood ingredients: <laughs> the, the 25 milligrams of CBD that per uh, bar, and it comes in two great flavors: peanut butter and dark chocolate. We've been talking about it forever now, and the CEO of the company, he just called me over the weekend to tell me that he never wants to speak to me again but that's sure, a totally that's different to be expected. thing yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, uh, yeah but he's a good guy and that was sure. before this read yeah before this read exactly yeah. <laughs> um, anyway um, oh the velo bar yes you're gonna love it you've heard about it right oh yeah, yeah you've heard about many it many times and uh, right now well, anytime. Well, not right now, but anytime. You can go to their uh, website, velobarcbd.com, and order these great bars and get 15% off your order by using the Troubled Men 15 promo code and free shipping. And we love the free shipping. And um, right now, uh, you know, the Velobar company was offering some stuff, Renee. And yes, they had the, they had the greatest, de- great escape, uh, yeah. del- Delta 8. Uh, THC bars, cookies and brownies. brownies. Um, You know, we warned you uh, when we were talking about them initially that uh, this might not last forever. Now we're getting uh, the word on the wind is that... uh, you know the it's gone. The, the hammer is coming down. <laughs> yeah, the hammer is so, down. So uh, it might not be down yet, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think your your the window is closing. Yeah. But uh, but the velo bar is uh, still still quite available, and that that troubled the closet door is shut, but the light is still on. Mm. Okay, yes. In some ways, I don't know, but anyway, nation, you know the drill. Share it with all your friends. This velo bar is amazing, and I was just out in Los Angeles a couple weeks ago, and I was telling some people about it. And they already knew about it. Okay. They knew about the Velo Bar. Well, and sure, we've been talking about it yeah, forever. And, um, uh, but these weren't listeners. These were just people I met on the street. Oh, okay, well. Because you know, mm-hmm. I wandered the streets of Venice, California you for got, a night. you got to convert everybody, man. Because I forgot the code to the door. <laughs> sure. So I. <laughs> it's not the first time. Yeah. Um, um, anyway. Is that because of the brownie or? <laughs> no, it's because. Uh, well, you can get anything my whole out fam- there. Yeah, well, yeah, you can get anything out there. My whole family uh, started walking too fast for me, and mm-hmm. I lost them they changed on the, the boardwalk yeah, yeah. and I couldn't find the code. In fact, I probably was at the wrong apartment the whole time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you people don't look as familiar yeah. as I would expect you yeah. to. But anyway, uh, Nation, uh, visit the site, velobarcbd.com. Two great bars right now and you get 15% off free shipping. Take it away, Renee. So, uh, yes, uh, check out the, the, the great Velobar product. And, and for all of you that want to support the podcast directly, we have the, uh, the uh, what do we call it, the, the cocktail fund. We also have uh, the uh, Patreon page. And, uh, you know, we uh, sh- uh, 
thanks to our, our, our patrons who are continue to support the, the podcast week in and week out, just like we produce these terrific shows week in and week out. So uh, for all of you, that which is most of you, because I know what the numbers are, uh, get on there and uh, get some skin in the game, you know, and, and, uh, and, and uh, get involved in the podcast. You know, you, you can subscribe, uh, you know, rate. Give us five stars. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, join the Patreon page. And, uh, you know, we can uh, keep doing terrific shows like this with guests like the great Rurik Noonan. Now, Rurik, so, uh, yes, we, when, I, when I first was introducing you, we were talking about the, the band we play in together with uh, uh, multiple Tony Award winning Two-time Tony two, Award two, winner. Two-time, but but multiple nominations yes. uh, for uh, the great Michael Cerverus and the and the lovely and talented uh, Kimberly Kay. And you you were playing with those guys for a few years before I, I got involved in it. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell tell us about that. How you got involved in, in the great Loose Cattle Band, which well, which has a new record coming out. We should say it's uh, heavy that's right. lifting. That's we right. we out, worked out on now it. on Low Heat Records. Yes, yes, and and we we had this record um, pretty much in the can, or, or at least all the basic tracks were recorded uh, pre COVID. Yeah, we actually were were fairly productive during the the whole lockdown. We did yeah. several uh, remote I think three or four. Yeah, re- remote yeah. recordings. You know, Michael is he's a energetic guy. What is yeah, what a, a shock he's that a fount of energy that someone who's uh, won several Tony awards and been nominated for many yeah. has a lot of energy. Yeah, you know? and yeah, creative. Yeah. Juices yeah, yeah, flowing yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a great, yeah. great, uh, you know, Ivy Last League education. Last time we talked to him, wasn't he in a cabin in Virginia? Uh, yes, yes, he was. That, doesn't sound that has a better either. ring. No, to no, it. No, no, it has well, a better ring to it. Well, yeah. except it was. I think it was West Virginia. So yeah. that, that's, oh, okay. that's back yeah. to not sounding. But that's where so he's good. from. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it, all, it all checks yeah. out. That it's was like, for the anniversary show or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for the one hundredth yeah. episode. Yeah. I think Michael doesn't mind getting out in the woods as, as much as you you guys wow. do. Right, yeah. right. No, he he loves it. He loves yeah. it. Um, Anyways, yes. Yeah, so that's a band uh, that we play in. And yes. So, so how did you get involved in uh, Loose so Cattle? I, so, uh, you know, the uh, the old number got passed to, to Michael somehow, looking for a violinist for something. And it was actually, uh, I think, my first gig with him was to play at the uh, Harry Shearer uh, Christmas. Uh, I forget what they call the show. Harry and Ex- Judith extravaganza. Uh, Christmas yes. thing. Uh, sure. You know, yeah, yeah. Which is which is a great show every year. Oh yeah. And, um, so yeah, that would that's that's how that happened. Is is he needed somebody for that, and and and, and it then it just turned out it was into, you. And yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. holy cow, this guy is so talented. He yeah, can. That's he exactly can, what he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he can sing a third harmony. <laughs> yeah. with us and play a violin solo at the same time. That's right. Yeah, crazy yeah. man. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know blows how you do my it. Own it mind, blows man. your own mind. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> Harry Shearer, that the guy from Spinal Tap. Yes, and, and, yeah. and Simpsons fame. And right. Whatnot. Yeah, a, a, a fine uh, gentleman in his own right, and he lives, I guess, here uh, pretty much full time. And well, I and remember so, when yeah. I was working at HBO in the early '80s when they just first started, and I was a I was a runner. I was a gopher in my first year at this mm. company, and Harry Shearer was going to be part of the show that I was working on. And I had to go deliver his sides or his script or his sides or yeah. to his apartment down in Venice, California. Hmm. Yeah. I drove all the way out there from Sunset Gower Studios. And I knew who he was. And I saw Spinal Tap and all that kind of stuff. I, the Simpsons weren't around then. Not yet, yeah. Um, and I get, knock on his door and he was expecting me. And man, he had like 
fucking like seven or eight cats and it smelled like piss everywhere in his apartment. It was just the most horrible place. Huh. Yeah. It was huh. just awful. It was just like, come on in, come on in. Uh, drop the script off. Uh, you want something to drink? I was like, no, man, I'm out of mm. here. This place smells like a fucking kitty landfill. Yeah. You know, it, it was just <laughs> awful. <laughs> but I mean, he's a talented guy. Something tells oh. me Something oh, tells okay. me that's probably not the current state of his... Well, uh, I hope not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe it's uh, some method uh, research. Yeah, is, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, but back was, then yeah. in the early 80s, you know, he was living, you know, sleeping with cats in their urine. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. You know, well. but I think he... he he landed some fucking kind of blonde bombshell later on and just kind of straightened him up, I guess. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. His wife's quite a talented singer. Judith. Yeah, she's, she's Judith incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's his wife? Yeah, yeah. Judith Owen. I don't know who that she's, is. She's Welsh, I believe. She's Welsh. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, anyway, so that's how, that's how that started. And uh, it just kind of, that was about four years ago, maybe okay. even five, and it's just kind of morphed into... What you know now, right? So then, so then, a couple of years ago, and and I was friends with Michael through. He was friends with uh, the, the Iguanas, and actually, the only two uh, uh, Broadway shows I've ever seen were at the invitation of Michael, who was the lead in both of them. Yeah. So I'm a yeah. little bit spoiled, uh, uh, you know. But uh, first time I got to go backstage and meet Ricky Martin. Yeah, what a charming fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, so so the singer, the yeah, yeah, Ricky Martin, yeah, he was. It was a uh, it was a production of uh, of Evita, and uh, I think uh, Ricky Martin was playing Che Guevara. The, really, in that role, yeah, yeah. And Michael was was a uh, uh, Juan Perón. Um, anyway, so uh, but we'd been friends, and somehow I guess you know Michael had a New York band, and he would sometimes fly him down, and I guess he was spending more time in New Orleans, and thought. Uh, let me give these iguanas guys a try. You yeah. know, had, so me and Doug Garrison, the drummer from the iguanas, we've you know been playing together since like 1984. You know, we've so so we got brought in. Yeah, you really and, you really spruced the place up. You know, well, you know, after the first couple of gigs, which were pretty rough, as I recall, you know, I was like, mm, I don't know if these guys are going to call me again. After, yeah. after this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, but, there was talk. I mean, we were, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm uh, there's always still. I'm I'm yeah. always an easy fire. But uh, <laughs> who played a Vita? I don't know. Ah, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. No, um, no, no one. Um, it wasn't uh, Madonna. It wasn't Madonna. I was gonna say. Uh, I was trying to think of somebody funny, but I, I you know, I mm. don't have that kind of quick wit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I but mean, you go to a Broadway show, you don't know who plays the lead. She, well, you know, I mean, really, Michael was kind of the lead, and or well, I the Perone character is not that big a part. I mean, he's got some. I've seen that show a million times. <laughs> yeah, I have. I saw so. the original cast. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen it wow. a million times. Oh, okay. I, I was probably well, drinking a, a lot. Times. I was who, probably who played, drinking who a lot. Who played Avita in anyway. the original cast? Uh, Patty Pallone. See, okay, yeah. he knows. There you go, Manny, yeah. Manny's show. And Mandy Matankin played Che. Okay, nice. Wow, nice. Quite, the guy who played the the general Oh God, what's his I can't remember his name right now. Right. All right, well, well get you good. know, get back maybe next week and tell me who played Avita. Okay, all right, I'll, you know, I'll work on that. Maybe yeah, yeah. it was uh, Gloria Stefan. See, I, I wish maybe, I could have come yeah, up with that. Maybe it was yeah, that. It, it was not her, but uh, I can't see Ricky Martin as Che. Uh, he was good. He was good. He sounds like um, a gay Che, if you ask he, me. He, he was very, very good. Uh, and, ve- and very uh, um, charming backstage. He, he was, took pictures with all of us. Oh, he was charming. No, he yeah. was, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, anyway, so so uh, after about the third gig, it kind of clicked, and suddenly I was yeah. like, "Wow, this actually 
feels pretty artistic, you know. This doesn't feel like just a gig here. Yeah. So it's kind of the beginning of the 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 current uh, loose cattle band, which which played on this made this whole record uh, that's just coming out now. Yeah, I'm really proud of that record. It's it's not often you get to go in uh, and and just kind of cut everything live together. Yeah. In this day and age. Yeah. And especially what I do, the violin parts that I play and the harmonies that I sing, and a lot of I'm I'm kind of like usually the the, the cherry last person, on top right. sort of thing, and uh, I don't mind that. Of course, anytime anybody calls me to add something, I'm happy. But um, it's it's so nice to to have the the actual energy of the performance together. So right. that's pretty much what that record is. I think there's a few overdubs of like harmonies, you know, and but that's almost about it. Yeah, almost yeah. everything. Every, everything you played, uh, you know, we, we cut as a band. That's yeah. it's it's. It's so much easier when you have a good band and people are used to playing without making mistakes, and you can go and take a, do a couple of takes and go, mm, yeah, let me hear the third one, let me hear the second one, let me hear the first one, mm, let's go with the second one. Yeah, it felt yeah, good. And, and then you're done. It felt great. Yeah, man. Yeah. And we did it over at, uh, at the Marini Studios with the great uh, Rick G. Nelson. That's right. I love that guy, man. Great, great violinist in his own right. Oh, super talented. Yeah, we got to get Multi- him on the podcast. Multi-instrumentalist. Yes, yeah. yeah great, great bass player. Plays yeah. everything. A great So engineer. who else have you played with besides Loose Cattle? You oh, played with Arne, 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 uh, what's her name's band? Not, what's his name? The Russian Madhouse band. Well, <laughs> right? I, can't I play with Debosh. Debosh, I'm, I'm a yeah. sometimes member of Debosh uh, yeah. locally. Mike Dusan. Uh, I play with Mike Dusan and West Dave Bank Jordan, Mike. two great uh, local songwriters. Sometimes I play with Lynn Drury, which also involves you, Renee. Yes, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of play with lots Has of different singer-songwriters. Yeah, Lynn was one yeah. of our first female uh, okay. guests. Yeah. 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 She was there in like, the uh, first okay. 50 shows. I love Lynn. Okay. Lynn is um, so terrific, man. There's there's not yeah. a song that... And, and I just played a gig she with just, her. She just cranks them out, man. I, I, played like, a gig, I got a new one. I played God, a gig great. with her recently, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and she's she, it can be maddening because you're, you're, you know, she's always going to be... 15 minutes later than she should at the gig. Yeah. And I, I, I resemble that remark. Sure. And, and then, and then you'll be uh, setting up and she goes, I have this new song. It's really easy. It only has three chords. And it's like, yeah, it's one of those songs that has three chords, but you never know how long each chord yeah, lasts yeah. or when the next chord but is see, coming or your, what it's going to be. That's your problem, not right, my problem. Right, because I have to play a downbeat. I understand. Yeah. Yes, it's my cross to that's bear. your problem. But then Lynn, she'll go, <laughs> it's really easy. And I go, no, don't start with that. Don't start with that. And, and then and finally, like every song you play another, it's like, you want to do the new one? And like, yeah. no. Yeah. But then finally, by the end, she's like, come on, do it. And you, the first time you play it, you know exactly how it should be played because it no, sounds they just come, like they come a song out, you've They come heard. out naturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's totally I love, inventive. I love playing and singing with Lynn. Man, yeah. Absolutely. No, so, so talented. So, I play with lots of folks, you know. And then sometimes I get on the road, play with... Uh, I don't know. I'm not good at name dropping. Right, right, right. I, I can't remember. And and you do a lot of uh, like a lot of these <laughs> these kind of hippie festivals too. Like oh a, yeah, I like love a, the hippies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is odd because I don't see you as a hippie. Because they, no. hey, they have the money. They have all the money now. Look, man. You're talking about deadheads earlier. I love <laughs> yeah. the Grateful Dead. Yeah. I, I, grew I know up, that's I grew so up, odd. You, know, you don't. I wouldn't and, peg and, you uh, for that. I, I you know I I, w- I must say that I I can. I can owe it to some jam bands for my musical expansion because, you know, listening to Fish and uh, String Cheese Incident when I was like a young, impressionable 18-year-old. Dave Matthews. uh, Well, you know, I wouldn't really call them a jam band, but yeah, you know, I Mm, honestly, I owe it to them too. You know, everybody likes to make fun of that band and understand. Hootie and the Blowfish. 
they deserve it. But, uh, <laughs> less uh, so, you're less. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, you know, Dave Matthews actually, I do always tell people, you know, for better or worse, seeing a, a rock band with a violin featured, you right. know, I don't necessarily look up to him as a violinist per se for 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 influence, but that is a huge influence that I saw this as a, as a you know what about Laurie Anderson kid, you know and thought wow a viable okay uh, that's something you can do with a violin right? what about Laurie so. Anderson back in the 80s she did that really queer performance violin stuff oh, oh Superman yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. familiar with that oh you're not yeah, yeah. Oh, she's, she's pretty but, uh, cool yeah I mean, yeah. Just, I mean of course once you, she was very digging. 80s New York and sure, stuff yeah. she oh, was hip there for like a minute well she's, you know like yeah. talk, you know bands of the 80s with the violin which I've actually had the pleasure to to encounter in person is Camper Van Beethoven Camper and Jonathan uh, out there in Sweden these days uh, uh, is a great violinist and and multi instrumentalist and and that band kind of pioneered uh, this uh, probably you know they should be they should be credited with pioneering a lot of the whole kind of folky infusion into rock that became kind of mainstream in the nineties you know. Like having a having kind of like a punky <laughs> punky approach with a violin in the middle of it somehow, right. and then here comes down the road. There's like Uncle Tupelo and Wilco and all this stuff, you know. Right. And uh, and so yeah, I've I've you know I've been on the on the road a little bit with those guys, Camper Van Beethoven and Cracker, and right. um, and and so. So do you play any other instrument? I'm a decent drummer, but in this town, really? I, I don't okay. say that. Right. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people uh, that moved here as drummers yeah. and went, mm, you know, I could play guitar yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> which that only helps <laughs> you a tiny bit in this town. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think I have a, a rhythmic approach to my playing because I, I, you know, and back to when I was talking about coming to Loyola and didn't want to study violin, I was playing more drums at that point in my life than I was violin because huh. I just, I love drums, but I never really went all in on the study of it it was kind of all self-taught and, and listening but you know that's what caught me when i came to town was like johnny v you know yeah and and sure. watching johnny v you know right. or or you know raymond weber or watching yep. you know we all know the list it's really long you know yeah well and it's all those like, guys man you, that you know. that is impro- you know that can make you a, a better player on any instrument if you just listen to their rhythmic ideas and incorporate them into your brain while you're playing along with a group of people, you know, and and and, so. and the and the and the fluid approach they yeah. have, obviously, yeah, and the freedom, you know, like, yeah. I mean, Johnny uh, is forever one of my favorites. So yeah, no kidding. Uh, anyways, yeah, um, so I'm a decent drummer. I just don't put, I don't practice it, and I don't, uh, I don't even have my kit set up anymore. I, I need to get it back because uh, it's cheaper than therapy, um, sure, by a long shot, <laughs> and probably more effective. And, and, and yeah, both both of those. So I love, I love percussion i played some percussion on the loose cattle record <laughs> yes you did yeah 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 you know i played some guero but uh, some, some guero yeah, yeah you played some tambourine yeah you're, uh-huh. you i think you might have played some uh, some toy piano there i uh, did i played some yeah some glockenspiel that glockenspiel? was my glockenspiel recording all right, debut all right, all right. yeah now what about uh i first uh thought of a fiddle as being like the lead guitar what was that song uh, uh, where the fiddle player challenges the devil. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was in Urban Cowboy, that yeah. song. The old Charlie Daniels. Charlie band. Daniels. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great song. Devil know? Went yeah. Down to Georgia. Yeah, great song. Devil Went Down. It's, it's yeah. one of the most re- requested That's the first time I ever thought I, a fiddle was about. like the lead yeah. you know, as a yeah. young guy. You it, know? And, and it was. 
Yeah. And there was Doug Kershaw too. He was a Doug great, Kershaw. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, the Raging Cajun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's still around. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. There's, there's there's a lot of great violinists of uh, you know that that paved the way you know for kind of more mainstream. Right now, stuff, you you said before we started this show, you have a couple kids that you were uh, putting. I was I was I was. Uh, yeah. Involved in the care yeah. of, yeah, I care of. Over. You yeah. had to put them down to sleep, yeah. or whatever that kind of stuff. Oh, not, yeah. not literally put right. them down. Right? Didn't? To sleep. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just had to help out with uh, yeah. getting them to the store. So you have two, two boys, two boys. Yeah. And are they guys. musically inclined? They yet? seem to be. They do. Uh, okay. Yeah, they definitely seem to. My get condolences. A kick out of it. Yeah. Uh, you know. Now, <laughs> is your wife I'm, a musician? I'm here to lead them astray. Sure. She's she's not a musician. She has a very good voice, actually. Yeah. And we like to sometimes. We sing. Uh, uh, we're, we're known in the family for singing in spite of ourselves as a oh, duet, nice. the uh, the John Prine Irish Dement duet that's that's famous. Oh, cool! And, uh, so I, she can sing pretty well, and her family is musical. Her her dad and is she's from uncle. here. Yeah, she's a, she's a New Orleans girl. And, oh, you're uh, never leaving now. Uh, you know, you know. <laughs> I mean, this the city. Uh, Makes you want to leave some days, but uh, here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, we love it. We it's do love it. Inescapable. Yeah, yeah, we can. So. Well, that's great. And they're yeah. how old are your kids? They're uh, they're four and a half and and two basically. Oh, got, yeah. oh he's in the uh, what school are they going to? He'll be two on the fourth of July. You guys start thinking oh, about nice. school. What school? Oh, are they going we're to? we're we're in daycare right now, and and yeah. next year will be our. It's first. The first thing I was told when I had my kid was like yeah. she was like eight months old. It was like what school is she going to? Yeah, like, yeah, you she's gotta, fucking eight months old. Well, they I got like know. entrance exams for freaking yeah. kindergarten yeah. now. So like jockeying for position. Yeah. So next year is our first crack at the old. New Orleans school lottery. Um, right. Uh, well, you should for, be going to Lusher. Old. You know, it's uh, it's, it's close. It, my, it's right in your neighborhood. You know, my wife went to Lusher, uh, but well, then she's the got it in. She, no, there. That is actually not the way it is. No, uh, right. The fact give that me a she call. Went to Lusher, Have her give me a call. Get has no bearing on him possibly getting a spot, apparently. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna you know we're gonna see what happens. Uh, some of these French immersion schools, uh, you know, appeal to me as well. Sure. I I, I have a love of I'm a francophone, okay. so I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, no, they have they have uh, you know some of those specialty uh, kind of schools like that. Yeah, you know, it could be easier to get into possibly just because other people yeah. are you know it's yeah. too foreign to them or something. But great schools. Yeah, it's uh, but it's wild out here. You know, that w- trying to think about where you want your kids to go to school and you have these limited options that sound. I know reasonable, and, and, you know, and, 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 and then and otherwise you're going to fork it over because uh, that's what else are you going to do? Or but, you, you know. have to drive all the way across town. Yeah, yeah. Every morning at like six forty-five <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. Oh well, I'm to I'm, get your kid to the oh, school man. that you feel comfortable with. Next year is the first year that I have to like get him yeah, there at eight o'clock, yeah. and I'm like, oh man. Well, gonna, then you only have to rough. do it for twelve years after that. That's or right. Thirteen yeah, years after right. it, it'll go yeah. by so and fast. He's got the next one though. Yeah. 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 Anyway, here's a word of advice. Yeah. This is what I did. My kid went to Lusher. Yeah, I never volunteered for a thing. Yeah, you're you're the you're the model. <laughs> I never volunteered. Yeah. My wife volunteered for stuff. That was it. I never volunteered. Well, for she a let dance you off as long as one of you did. No, you yeah. know what? My ex- yeah. they, they kept asking me. You know, yeah, Ridlinger asked me, "Why aren't you volunteering?" I said, "Well, I have a criminal record. Yeah, you don't want me volunteering, do you?" Right. Yeah, I'm actually even not though, allowed. Even though I had it expunged. Not allowed okay. within five. <laughs> you're so proud yeah. of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> your expungement. No, don't. Yeah. don't don't volunteer for okay. a damn thing. Yeah, it's I will, the worst. I thing will ever. put that down in the book. I saw. I have I'd a, go I have to these festivals general, and stuff uh, like that. I'd see other dads, you know, fucking doing this and yeah, doing this, and they yeah. look at me. and They go, Manny, 
What's going on? Yeah. Having a good time, man. How are you? Not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Volunteering. Yeah. Because they ask like, what, 20 hours a semester or 80 hours a semester? It's, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's something you know, stupid. It's, it's like, for the no, kids, it, man. It, it, yeah. it yeah. keeps yeah. the parents involved. It's, it, it creates a community, you yeah. know. And, yeah. I don't yeah. want to be a part of community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way. Well, when, I, when I was there, I, w- I would show up to, for everything. I mean, not, not for all the, the building and stuff, but I would show up every day. Uh, or most days to to just go help out at, at uh, like recess or yeah. something, just because yeah. I like to see see my kids. You know, is right there in the neighborhood. Well, so you know. we'll see what it all uh, what it all brings when they get right. older. Right. I could see myself like ending up being like the assistant baseball coach at some point on some like <laughs> little league team because I love baseball. Yes. And I grew oh, up playing. Okay. And I, I was, that would be like volunteering, but it's like you got to take them to the practice anyways. You might as well be involved, you know. Right. Like, and I was about to get so, to the subject yeah. of your love of baseball. I do love the baseball. Because my, my son went through, both my kids went through, uh, you know, baseball and softball from, you know, like five years old until yeah. they aged out. And yeah. we've talked about this before. So, yeah. So you played uh, uh, little league. And I started at t-ball and went yep. all the way up to, and and I was also a soccer player. And so there became a conflict when the season of baseball and soccer were at the same time at my high school, mm-hmm. and uh, when it was time for me to try out for the baseball team, I was also a soccer player that had been playing for a couple of years, and the coach of the soccer team uh, got mad at me because I said oh, I'm going to go try to be on the baseball team. And then it was a very good baseball school, and I didn't make the team, long story short. Okay. Everybody cried for me a little bit. Yeah. And then, then I was like, okay, well, I'll go back to being the uh, starting you know, right wing on the soccer team. The guy's like, no, you can't play because you, <laughs> you went to play baseball. Oh, and at that point, I started smoking a lot of marijuana. Good and, for you. Uh, as, as you and do. And stopped yeah. playing good sports altogether. Right, right, right. And so, uh, uh, Coach Murphy, it's your fault. But then you became a great musician, and you, yeah, you were the I go-to. Focused, and then uh, I started, li- and then I started listening to Dave Matthews Band, man. <laughs> <laughs> but but we we, we early on uh, talk, talked about your your love of baseball, and you were saying I think this was even before you like before you or your first child was just an infant or something. Yeah. You were saying, yeah. I don't care whether my kid is interested in sports at all; he's going to play baseball. I, yeah, I, I don't know if I did. I put it in that forceful term. I think of a you term? did, yeah. uh, and, yeah. and I agreed with you. And I'm not. I mean, a sports I'm gonna, person I'm gonna at all. like get him into it at but, least to try. Yeah. Right, but yeah. you were saying like how instructive the game of baseball is, how how yeah. great it is to to learn because it's mostly failure. Uh, yeah, the yeah. game of baseball. You know, like man, it, I must have been ripped when we had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was at the Circle Bar. We're outside. We might yeah. have been smoking a little bit of weed or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. having having no, a few cocktails. No, but these are all things that I've said before. So sure, I yeah, yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you were, t- you know, like the idea. You know, if you if you only succeed thirty percent of the time, you're uh, you're a you're in the Hall of Fame. Excellent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, no, baseball is wonderful. Yeah, I, I and I love. See, the, I grew up liking baseball, baseball back in the seventies when yeah. I was a kid, and about twenty twenty five years ago, I just stopped watching it altogether. It just bored the hell out of but me. But did you I, play? I can understand that. Yeah, I played. No, I get oh. it. I played little league for two years, I think, when I fourth and fifth grade. I yeah. wasn't very good. I was good defensively. I could I could catch and I could throw. But I could not hit to save my life. I was, the hardest I was part. always terrible. No, I, hitting, I, a, hitting a baseball is, yeah, is was, probably yeah. the hardest thing well, in sports. As a ten-year-old, yeah. yeah, I think I still close my eyes when I swing the bat. Yeah. Frankly, yeah. so um, that's that. that but, yeah, not, not a good thing. You know, it also hurts when it hits you. 
Baseball's that one game where, uh, um, uh, you know, like other sports, you know, cheating's encouraged. You yeah, know, it's you know, cheating's it's, encouraged. You kind of and back in like the '90s when I saw the like McGuire and juicers. Sosa all doing yeah, all this you know. stuff, it was just like, and Baseball's doing nothing about it. They're doing absolutely nothing. Oh, they were about doing it. a lot. They were making money, is what they were doing. Yeah, right. right, right. Making tons, you, you know, know and so, I don't think it like tarnished the too, game that badly. You know, and it's still it it's still has too, its purity somehow. But you know what? Yeah, I was in L.A. just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and well, I, I hate got the Dodgers. It, and I well, yeah, because you're an ATL fan. Yeah, yeah. no, just because well, they're annoying. Well, it was it was. <laughs> it was a hundred bucks to sit in the bleachers. Yeah, that's wow. well that too, man. Oh, yeah. buck. And baseball's just like, you know, it's yeah. like ridiculous. And I was at a Yankee game back in the early nineties and I got free tickets yeah. and I realized those tickets Third baseline were two hundred and fifty dollar tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like really. Yeah, who can this afford is, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna this have to more of a, uh, a month's salary to take your kids to a game. I think right. this is more of a late stage capitalism critique than it yeah. is a baseball. Yeah. Critique, right, right. But, uh, yeah, well, the, yeah. Our, our thing I hear, about I hear you. Our, our thing about baseball and our discussion was was in having kids play like youth sports because yeah. just because you, you you do learn the lesson of you know failing, but but uh, persevering through the yeah. failure, yeah. which is a great life lesson. Yeah. Yeah, life is the, mostly yeah. failure, right? But, but, but lately, <laughs> though, by, uh, everything, I more, see, more everything I see about youth baseball, I, I, you know, I go on the YouTube and stuff, and everything I've seen in the last 20 years are parents beating up the umpires and well, stuff like no, that. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, it's, it's, that's I mean, what I see. I don't see know, anything about, you know. Yeah, no, that's, I, I won't that's, be one of those. You won't be. No, no, no. Well, no, let's no. hope. No, no, yeah, no, no. Those people I mean, have, have, there's no you know, place. Maybe you can do the national game. anthem on your violin to oh, calm people there down. There you go. I bet yeah. you, yeah. you could. But that, you could do, do that. Team. That's, uh, yeah. I, I did, uh, I did go to the Braves game for, to, to watch my bandmates sing the national anthem one time, but I didn't, I didn't sing it. Okay. Yeah. That's the closest I've come. Now, let me ask you something, because I've known musicians in L.A. and stuff, and they've done the national anthem at basketball games or football games. Yeah. And, and what, what, what's the scale for that? How much you get paid for that? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I, I'm going to guess it wasn't much at all. Is it like SAG, or is it I mean, like, I, is I there some kind of union I rate? Don't know. I don't even know if it got paid at all. I think you just get you know shown around and get like a box for the night or something. And you get some hot but, dogs uh, and beer and yeah. peanuts or something like that. Yeah, you know, it was fun. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have to circle back and ask ask her what she got paid. I don't remember. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's got to be a good gig. I fairly, yeah. I'm fairly confident I got paid. Well, you know, I think a lot of these sports teams, though, yeah. a lot of these sports teams, they probably get these like you know young uh, America Got Talent girls who didn't make the cut. Or sure. guys, our guys. guys, yeah, guys, yeah. and they'll sing the song just to get some exposure. They'll yeah. give them like a hundred bucks and maybe yeah. a free basketball or something like that. It's such a tiresome song, really. You know. Yeah, you know, I don't. You know, you know it's a bad choice to yeah. begin with that yeah. we're that we're going to stick with. We're going to go with an old English drinking song yeah, yeah. and put some mildly offensive lyrics to it. Right. We're going to stick yeah. with it. Let me yeah, ask but, you something, because I got in this huge discussion when I was in L.A. a couple of weeks ago with someone. I was, you know, when you're at home watching the Super Bowl or the World Series and the, the national anthem comes on, do you stand up? I don't stand up. <laughs> no. The person I was talking to said, she goes, oh, yeah, I stand up. Well, you're, you're at your own living room watching yeah. it on TV, yeah. and you stand up. She goes, "Yeah, I stand up." And I was like, "Why? 
Why do you stand up? She goes, well, because it's, it's a flag, man. It's America. It's like, I know, but no one's watching you stand up. What's the point? It's the things you do when people aren't watching, Manny. Well, that's okay, Rick. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. She wants to get into it more. Well, you know, we yeah. we had uh, this year. We but I uh, don't stand up. You don't no. stand up. No, not I neither, could barely neither get neither up. I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to get up off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, why would you stand up? I don't know. It does seem people excessive. are crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, no, they, they, they want to be a part of something. Tune, you know? it's not no, very I, good at tune. No, it's not my favorite. Yeah. The only time I prefer I heard, the Soviet. The only time personally. I oh, okay. I like, well, maybe you yeah. should try that one yeah. next when you have an yeah. opportunity to yeah. just just yeah. break that and up, see surprise if, everybody, and, and, and see if the locals yeah. know what it is. Yeah, yeah right, right. There's right. a good idea, man. See how that goes. Over. See how that goes over and see if they know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, if they I'll, stand up, I'll throw that in on the next. Uh, <laughs> if they stand up, you're in a lot of trouble. The next man. loose paddle gig, I'll, I'll drop. I'll, there you go. I'll tease the. I like it. Soviet anthem, which hopefully we'll be having some of again. Our we're hoping terrific new record, heavy lifting out on low, right. heat, low records. heat records and a couple of great and again michael he has so many people that want to be involved in him uh, you know with him we uh you know we made this record and, and now we have a stream of great videos that have been produced uh, it's yeah very cool man. i know it's animation videos i've, I've never been in such an artistic band well, you know, you yeah, know, yeah. it's usually like, oh my God, we're supposed to do something like make a video. And so, what's her name? What's her yeah. name in the band again? Uh, Kimberly K. She's yeah. still with that boxer. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know what what anybody's personal life is. Uh, Ray Lopez, yeah, Ray Ray is uh, still still there. Still uh, uh, has the uh, the MMA. Yeah, Nola MMA. Nola MMA gym. Yes, he just just won a uh, grappling tournament. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. grappling. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, what does that uh, mean? Grappling. grappling, like wrestling, wrestling, but you know, wrestling, but like the real kind. Yeah. So why don't they just call it wrestling? Well, because wrestling is has certain rules to it, you know, that are. And grappling like, does it? Well, it does, but there it's a rules, slightly different man. set of rules. <laughs> you know, re- when you say wrestling, like co- collegiate wrestling or Greco-Roman wrestling, they're all slightly different forms. It's like you, know, you could have somebody in the half Nelson, but then they could clock you in the head. That's grappling. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure grappling involves striking, but it's it's a uh, it's a subset. I'm saying MMA involves. Well, striking. MMA, yeah, So you yeah, could yeah. be using. So wrestling. grappling's a part of MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a. It's yeah, hence yeah. the mixed. So yeah, that's the clinch the sport. I'll never watch clinch yeah. work. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grappling though, that yeah. sounds grappling. You know, using your hands, trips. Uh, you know, getting yeah. into mounts. Yeah, <laughs> all I sounds know. very rapist. Uh, uh, yeah, and then, I know. And then you, <laughs> you were going to say that, man. <laughs> Grappling. <laughs> then you then you hit him with a stone cold stunner. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. I hope she's. I hope she. I hope she. I hope she's happy. Uh, you know, with yeah. the grappling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're all we're all grappling with a lot these there days, you go. Manny. Good segue. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, wordplay. You know, the Jews love the wordplay. Yes. Um, As well, do the Gentiles. Sure. Sure. Yes. The smart ones. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> well, well, well uh, I'm not going to say anything because I'll get in trouble now. Well, uh, well, God, Manny, this has been so much fun. You see, this is, I know it's a little bit of a drive to get here to all be together, but uh, you can just feel the energy. You can feel the sparks flying between us. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying well, it. Well, Rurik, we're, we're, we're uh, closing down. If we were at the ring room, they would be scraping the chairs right now. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah. we, we're, we're going to have to self-scrape the chairs. Okay. And uh, 
So, uh, you know, you, you're playing with your, your regular 10 bands going forward. All these 10 bands are now uh, playing more live dates. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, of course, it's summertime here, and uh, that, that typically means it's a little bit slow. Uh, some, of my, some of my main squeezes are out and about uh, touring around the country right now. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I got gigs. Right. It's good. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I see you working every night now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Story. Don't worry. She won't listen. <laughs> no, I'm sure she won't. I haven't listened to the show in weeks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. I'm I'm, but, I'm, uh, I'm listening to all of it multiple yeah. times to, uh, yeah. to to get these things. To, so, uh, but the, apparently, New Orleans is going to be back in the fall because yeah. yeah, all the festivals sure. that yeah. would usually be now or in the summer or yeah. whatever yeah. will be back in the fall. All the all the spring festivals, moved yeah, to the all fall. the spring yeah. festivals move to the fall. So we're we're eagerly awaiting the jazz fest lineup. Haven't yeah. heard that yet, right? Yeah. I know. Well, I, I know. I have at least one French Quarter Fest gig so far. Okay. But they've already said that they're going to uh, not play on Sunday. Yeah, because allegedly because that they the don't Saints. have the. They don't, no, the yeah, Saints are playing. The they Saints. can't handle a Saints game and French Quarter Fest. Right. On the same well, day. the police can't handle which, it. Which yeah. they can't. Well, they can't you know, handle that, anything. That really. seems like a weak, weak excuse yeah. at best. You know. Yeah, we don't want to get into Latoya Cantrell and, and no, all of her. No. Uh, well, we will in the future because oh, yeah. um, there's yeah. going to be a big announcement coming from Manny Chevrolet in the next couple of weeks. Oh, nice. yeah? Nice. Yes. Nice. So, uh, Does it involve candidacy for the mayorship? No. no? I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm opening a cupcake shop. Oh, okay. No. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> Now you no. let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. No, it has something to do with City Hall. Okay. Okay. All right. And a new yeah. proposal, perhaps? Well, uh, a new venue. Yeah. Okay, all right. A new all venue, because right. they're looking for a venue. And, you know, have you been to City Hall lately? Uh, yeah, I'd, actually, I did. I went, to the, I went to the assessor's office. Yeah, it's oh, a Oh, that, that's quite a treat. I, yeah. I actually received very, very... Uh, professional and timely service. Well, nice. Of course you did, yeah. because nice. the people there are fine. The no. building there sucks. No. Yeah. I just yeah. don't understand why they just can't work from home. There's yeah. multi-billion dollar companies yeah. for the last year and a half who've Are been working their from real estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ditching the, and working from home. Why can't yeah. our city hall do that? Uh, I'd like the satisfaction of looking in somebody else's eyes, like I am with you. You know, yeah. it seems like yeah. I can get more done that way. Uh, yeah. It's like I don't uh, these these uh, these Zoom calls with with the city attorney have not been very fruitful for Renee Coman or, yeah. or or my family in general. You know. The, we could always win in person, but uh, they, they seem to be shining us off over the over uh, the Zoom. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. Anyway, well, Rurik, you've been a, such a terrific guest, man. Well, Thank you so much. I'm, thanks for I'm, having me. Yeah, man, you're I, great. Yeah, anytime. And, and uh, I don't know what else. Uh, so we, uh, we always sign off with this. Um, the, the trouble nation, we like to say. The trouble never ends. But the struggle continues. Exactly. Good night. Good night. Help me, Mama, or I have grand. Save me, Daddy, from where I'm going. Call out to me from the ages beyond. Help me remember how to be good, how to continue when I feel like.
Be good.